You are now listening to the Fat Fix Podcast with David Flowers, a show talking about all things fat loss and health for the general population. Helping people understand why they are in the position they're in right now, rather than just focusing on what they need to do. Your no-nonsense personal trainer friend that you can have access to in your pocket whenever you need some help, guidance or just to kick up the arse. Hello and welcome to the Fat Fix podcast for episode number 28. Just before I get into today's episode, I just want to say a big thank you to everyone that has listened to my podcast so far this year. I'm absolutely blown away by how many people have actually downloaded it and listened to it and said how much it's helped them and how much they've enjoyed it. It's done a lot better than I expected. You know, I am at the end of the day just a PT from Manchester. You know, I'm not a social media fitness influencer with 100,000 followers. I'm just a regular guy who who actually goes into the gym doing what I love and helping people with all aspects of their health and fitness and wanted to bring this onto a podcast. And it's done a lot better than I ever imagined. And I'm I'm absolutely made up with it. Can't believe how consistent I've actually been with them. And I'm really excited for 2020 to make Fat Fits podcast bigger and better and make it the best health and fitness podcast for everyday people that they can listen to me waffle on, listen to my guests waffle on and actually be in a much better place after listening. So today's episode, I'm going to be speaking about this Christmas time of year and about the whole approach to your health and fitness. What should you be doing? What shouldn't you be doing? What mindset should you have towards Christmas? Should you be on it still or should you think, fuck it? Where should you be? I'm sure a lot of you are quite confused. A lot of you have actually asked me to to do a podcast on this. And obviously, I wanted to jump on here and release one. It is the week of Christmas coming up. I think it will be a, a good time to just listen to this because a lot of people have got a few weeks off work, a lot of things going on, and hopefully it will come good timing. Hopefully you'll get a lot from what I'm going to speak about today. And yeah, it'll hopefully help help you going into 2020. Now, with it being this time of year, I'm sure that you follow a lot of personal trainers. I'm sure you follow other fitness professionals. And you may have heard them say things like, eat what you like. It's Christmas. It's all about enjoyment. Now, as much as that, in hindsight, I kind of to somewhat agree with that message and I'm sure they are saying it with the best interests at heart because a lot of people do have a really poor relationship with food in general and their approach to their nutrition throughout the rest of the year is probably highly focused on meticulously counting calories or doing other things other forms of monitoring their nutrition where it does become quite stressful on them and it does affect other areas of the life. So I understand why people are saying over this time of year, relax, enjoy it, do what you want, eat what you want, fuck it mentality because they want people to have a better relationship with food. They want people to take a little bit of the psychological stress that dieting can cause for a lot of people. So I do understand it. But I also think the message is a little bit skewed as well. And what I mean by this is 
the message of do what you want is Christmas, eat whatever you want and kind of, yeah, not give a shit about any aspect of your diet over this time frame. It becomes still about food. So if I was to tell you guys to diet over Christmas, that's about food as well. And we need to understand that there is actually a lot more going on around Christmas other than just food. Although food is obviously a very important cultural component of the Christmas holidays, I believe it should not be a primary component or focus of the actual occasion. So what I mean by this is over this time of year, you're going to be spending time with your family and friends. There's going to be lots of things going on. And we don't necessarily need to have food centered around that. And I think that is what this message does, just like the other message of diet, like I mentioned. Both are solely food focused. So if we do really want to like help people who have some form of restricted or disordered eating patterns, I don't think making the idea of Christmas contingent of their eating is a very, very good idea because it's still kind of putting people in the mindset of thinking necessarily about food continuously over a period of time, which isn't all about food. Like, for example, myself, you know, when I think about Christmas, I think about spending time with my loved ones. I think about having a little bit of time off work, relaxing, unwinding a little bit. I don't think about food in general. I don't that's not the massive enjoyment I get out of Christmas. It brings me so many more benefits other than me thinking about food. Yes, there's going to be food around. Yes, there's going to be more drink around probably. But it's more the social occasion with friends and family. And the food is just the byproducts. It's not the core. So when a lot of people are saying this message to people, like, enjoy it, do this, do that. I believe for many people, it's simply an invitation for them to binge and not give a shit about the physical health, which is not what this message should do. Like I said, I understand this message to some degree. And how I want to break this down to help you understand it a little bit better is that we have many pillars of health. So, for example, throughout the whole year, you may have been on a journey with your health and fitness. You might have been dieting for quite a long time to lose a lot of weight, for example. So you've put a lot of focus into your physical health and you might not have put any focus into the other pillars of health, which are social health, psychological health, emotional health, and there's other pillars of health as well. I'm not going to go into too much about the others. It's more so around physical and psychological that I'm kind of going at with this. So, oh yeah, you've put a lot of focus in the physical and potentially neglected you other areas of health and it's become like an on and off switch so your physical health switch has been massively turned on throughout the year and you've turned off your other areas of your health like your social like your psychological like your emotional and that's why you may have found it more difficult because the same message applies to both we shouldn't switch off one pillar of health to favor the other and what i believe this message does do is keep people with the same mindset of an on and off switch with all areas of their life and this is why a lot of people do struggle with long-term change and they do struggle with maintaining what they've achieved because 
something consistently always gives. So when someone's really going for it with their physical health, they will completely switch off the switches for other areas of the life. And it shouldn't be done this way and vice versa. This is what this message is potentially doing for a lot of people over this time of year. They're telling you to put all your focus into the social, psychological, emotional side. And like I said, I get that. But what it's leading to do is turn off the physical health switch, turn off the switch that's helped you or turn off the habits that you've been doing for a long period of time that's got you into the position that you're potentially in right now, where you are feeling a lot better. You have may have lost a lot of weight and you're feeling great over this time of year. So I, as much as I understand the message, I also kind of disagree with it at the same time because health should be looked at as a whole. It, we shouldn't favour one pillar of health more than the other. And how I like to think of it is like a dimmer switch and all of them like a dimmer switch. So obviously this time of year, your physical health dimmer switch is going to be turned down a little bit. And your social, your psychological, your emotional, all those things may be turned up a little bit. But the switches never should go off for any of them. Just like in the new year, when your dimmer switch for physical health will probably go up, you'll turn that up a little bit. You'll turn down your dimmer switch for your social health and everything like that. This should never go out, and that's across the board. And I don't think we need to get into kind of this confusing argument between what's more important physical or psychological health and unfortunately this is where this message comes from it comes from potentially a good place like i said but at the same time it's telling people that we can switch off completely from one area of health and i don't believe that is the case. I don't believe that's what people should be doing over this time frame. I believe we should have more of a dimmer switch mentality. Turn the dimmer switch down on your physical health, but don't turn it off. So, for example, you're going to have so many more social occasions these next few weeks coming up. But don't give up on your habits that got you into the position that you're in right now. Don't switch off your physical health switch just because you're having a few drinks in the evening. Don't switch off your physical health switch because you're going to be having more highly palatable tasty foods it shouldn't be like that what you've achieved and what you've created right now with your lifestyle whatever you're doing that should be the core of it and anything that comes from christmas is simply an add-on to that it's it shouldn't be thought of anymore and it shouldn't be thought of as oh fuck it i'm gonna do what i want because that can potentially lead to a lot of problems as well because i know most people especially who listen to my podcast, do want to live a healthier lifestyle. They do want to keep the weight off that they've lost and they do want to continue throughout this period over Christmas without necessarily piling on too much weight that when it comes to 2020, they feel like shit. And that's unfortunately what a lot of people do is they'll have the mentality of fuck it over Christmas and over the new year, they'll be massively on it. And Again, this on and off switch mentality, all or nothing, is very problematic for quite a lot of people. Now, I'm not saying here you it's a bad thing to gain weight over Christmas. And I don't want it to come across like that in any way, shape or form, because it's not. But what I'm trying to get at is the message of binge and message of do this and do that 
is also not very favourable for many people, especially who do already have a poor relationship with food. Like I said, restrictive and disordered eating patterns. They're not quite where they want to be yet. It's very easy for someone on Instagram who's already where they want to be. They've had years of meticulously counting calories. They have a really good understanding of nutrition. They've got the habits firmly in place. It's okay for them to say these things on a platform. But a lot of people take that message. They don't take it with a pinch of salt. They take it completely as I'm going to completely stop with what I'm doing. And I believe that is the problem because a lot of people who are saying this message, I can guarantee they're not turning the switch off for their physical health. They'll still be doing all aspects of their physical health. Might not be as aggressive as what it usually is over this time of year, but I guarantee they're still doing something. They're still keeping some habits up. That's helping them maintain the body weight, for example, and also not affecting other areas of their of their life as well. So I don't think people should take that message very too lightly and completely stop and have it be an invitation to binge and eat like shit because that's not how we should approach our health in general. And that's how I believe it comes, like I said, quite problematic. And a lot of people as well are quite quite scared nowadays of saying things like how you can maintain weight over Christmas or how you can not put weight on. You know, God forbid me saying that now. A lot of people outside of this, those who always say, oh, love yourself, etc., they'll probably be thinking, oh, how can you say this over Christmas? This is time for people to relax and enjoy food. And it's like, well, you're still making the the Christmas period about food so you're not really helping and we've become very kind of scared of saying things that actually does help people people are scared to want to live a healthier lifestyle over certain times of the year they kind of feel pressured to doing certain things you might not even want to binge over Christmas you might not want to get pissed every night over Christmas and a lot of people actually don't and a lot of my listeners do want to know how they can not just maintain weight over Christmas but maintain weight throughout the year and it not just become this on and off switch this binge binge repeat binge repeat kind of cycle and I think messages like do what you want relax eat this eat that from a lot of people who are not where they want to be, who do not understand about nutrition so much, it can become quite a dangerous message, in my opinion, where they can go the other way and it can really knock them off the momentum train that they currently may be on. And they don't need to come off the momentum train to have a good Christmas. You can have a good Christmas through many other ways. Like I've mentioned in another podcast, creating your nutritional skeleton, whatever your nutritional skeleton is right now, Christmas is simply an add-on to that. So any drinks you have, any chocolate you have, is simply an add-on to what you currently do right now. And that way, it becomes, like I said, just an add-on. It can easily be taken away. But when it becomes the core of your nutrition and you completely throw all the water out of the bathtub, that's when it can start to become an issue for you. And especially going into the new year, that's when you'll find it even harder to keep going with what you're doing because you, you're still doing what you may have always done for many, many years. 
Now, I don't want to sound like the Grinch here at all, and there is actually some science around holiday weight gain that I want to share with you guys, which will hopefully help you a little bit. And I'm, I'm not doing this to make you feel bad in any way. I, knew, I know a lot of people genuinely do want to learn about this stuff, and they do want to understand it. So don't let this information that I'm going to give you now, this science, don't take it to heart if it doesn't support your attitudes towards the holiday season. And don't think that I'm being a condescending wanker because I'm not. If you know me, you'll know that I'm not a robotic PT. Trust me on this. I absolutely love my food. I absolutely love my drink, just like you do. But what I want to give you the information where you can keep going with what you, you are doing right now and not I'm not going one way or the other with this. I'm not a boring ball bag PT who's going to tell you to eat chicken and broccoli on Christmas Day. At the same time, I'm not going to be a personal trainer that tells you to eat what you want, binge. If you're not where you want to be just yet and you don't have a good understanding of nutrition, potentially like myself and other fitness professionals do where we can eyeball food, we have a much better relationship with food in general. We have a good understanding of our hunger cues we don't necessarily suffer from any emotional eating patterns like you may do so we've got to think about this and this is why I don't like that message because there's so many people listening who may have emotional eating patterns and they turn into food all the time and giving them this free access to do so I believe it can be can go the other way and go the wrong way so regards weight gain over Christmas like I said a lot of people have been asking me about this and is it fact or fiction, holiday weight gain? And there is a study that was actually titled Holiday Weight Gain, Fact or Fiction. There was another called The Effect of Holiday Season on Weight Gain. And there was another one called The Perspective Study of Holiday Weight Gain. And what these studies actually found is that we should have some sort of self-monitoring system still in place that seems to prevent holiday weight gain. So what they basically mean by this is over the course of the year or how long or however long that you've been on your journey you have probably had some form of self-monitoring in place whether that is counting your steps whether that is tracking your training sessions whether that's tracking your scale weight whether that is looking at your circumferences whatever it may be you may have had some form of self-monitoring in place so what they're actually saying here is that over Christmas time we should still have some form of self-monitoring in place. And this is the same about when I spoke about weight maintenance in the past. Those that are successful at maintaining weight have some form of self-monitoring firmly in place throughout the whole life, throughout the whole year. And again, going back to that dimmer switch analogy, we can turn it up or turn it down. If you want to measure lots of variables, you may... Um, kind of monitored a lot of variables before Christmas, but we shouldn't completely turn that off over Christmas. So for example, you may have been tracking your calories, you may have been tracking your steps, you may have been taking your scale weight. That's all well and good. And you can still do that over Christmas if you want to. What I like to do is over, over this time of year, I might just track my training because of the extra food coming in, all the extra after eights that I've been eating, for example. I'll use that to the best of my ability, them extra calories to fuel my training sessions more so I can really get some strength progressions over this time of year. And that's something that I will self-monitor as opposed to tracking my calories, for example. And that's what a lot of people need to think of it like is don't turn the switch off. Maybe turn it down. You don't need to track 
all the variables that you may have been doing or continuously doing, but still have something in, in, in place, have something that you're still monitoring with because you're still putting emphasis into your physical health and not completely neglecting it. Children don't appear to gain any weight over the during the holiday period as opposed to adults. And this is likely because they eat based on hunger cues and not for emotional reasons, which they shouldn't do. If you think of children, they eat when they're hungry. Christmas for them is about opening presents, spending it with their friends, having some time off school, playing outside, etc. So we can take a lot from this. And, you know, obviously with being adults, we have a lot more stress as opposed to children. We have them other pillars of health that can become affected quite easily as, a, as opposed to children. But children do eat based on hunger cues and not for emotional reasons. They have, and that's a lot, unfortunately, a lot of people eat because of emotional reasons. And that, again, it's another subject in itself. So that's why this message of do this, do that, eat what you want, enjoy it, blah, 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 coming from someone who may not have emotional eating behaviours, that's when it becomes quite quite sticky, a really sticky area. So we need to be careful what we are saying to people. So if you are one of these people who doesn't have any emotional eating behaviours, I don't believe the message of do what you want, let all the water out of the bathtub is a good idea for you. I think you should be really keeping the focus on your physical health, just like you are other areas of your life. And it, that's not saying you could, you have a bad Christmas because of that. And this is what really annoys me when people do say this thing. They're acting like you're going to have a shit Christmas if you have st still have some self-monitoring in place. You're still keeping up with your habits. You're still listening to your internal hunger cues. Like These are bloody good things that we need to learn about being being humans because we've gone so much the other way in current society that we don't have the ability to do that anymore we're eating for boredom our environment is set up really poor where we're just reaching for the biscuit tin when we're not even hungry so there's, there's so many things that we need to understand and we need to go about it in a much different way it shouldn't be one way or the other we should understand both parts of this kind of continuum that I'm speaking about today so we can take a lot from children in this case is that they're obviously eating based on the hunger, not for emotional reasons like us adults do. So that is a very, very important aspect to consider when it comes to the Christmas period is still eat based on your hunger cues. You don't have to go to the coffee shop and get a 500 calorie latte because it's Christmas. You're not even probably hungry to have all that whipped cream and chocolate on it. Like, come on. The, you, you know that's not in line with what you're trying to probably achieve. And it's not saying you're going to have a shit Christmas if you just have a normal latte like you have all year round that you still enjoy. So this, again, why this message really does kind of bug me to some degree because it's acting like food is the only enjoyment out of Christmas. Alcohol is the only enjoyment out of Christmas, and it's definitely not the case. Some studies suggest that although it may only be small amount of weight gained over the holiday period, it's still a contributor in annual weight gain. Now, this may seem very insignificant weight gain for a lot of people. However, it's typically not reversed in the post-holiday months, which is quite interesting to, 
interesting finding. And again, it contributes to more annual weight gain over this time. So that's just some science. Like I said, take it however you want. I'm just giving you some information on Christmas weight gain over this time of year. And now I'm just going to kind of hopefully go into a little bit of advice and tips on how you can keep with what you're doing and some advice that I give my clients to help them keep on straight and narrow over this time of year. As much as I tell them to enjoy themselves, of course, when I say enjoy themselves to my clients, I don't just mean it as food, like I mentioned. I, I mean it as relaxing work, switch off, go and see your family and friends, get some bloody good sleep back in because you're sleep deprived with all your shifts you're doing at work. Come off your emails, like that's enjoying themselves. <laughs> it's not just about food. So this weekend, let's give an example. I went out, I swigged 20 pints at the weekend, had a Mackey's, had a kebab. <laughs> I probably turned down the switch of my physical health just a little bit. But again, I want you to understand that I didn't switch it off completely. I still went to the gym this weekend. I still even walked for my kebab instead of ordering it when I was hungover. <laughs> so I'm still keeping up with some habits that is, keeps me in the position that I'm currently in with my, with all aspects of my health. I didn't think, fuck it. So just because this weekend I invested in my psychological health, social health, I didn't completely switch off the switch of my physical health, although it wasn't obviously optimal. But that's fine. The ability to just dim each one and come in and out of them is a very good thing for you guys to really understand. And I say it with all my clients, over this time of year, you have to continue with the habits that got you into the position that you're in right now. And when I say habits, that's what you've been currently doing. So there shouldn't be much of a problem for you anymore. So if you have been walking a lot recently or the last six months to a year, whatever it may be, if you have been making better food choices, if you have some structure with your nutrition, if you have been going to the gym three times a week, whatever you've been doing, just because it's Christmas, you shouldn't stop these things because these things should also be bringing you some enjoyment now. And if you've been doing it the right way, your investment in your physical health has been had a positive effect on all other areas of your health as well. So why, just because it's Christmas, should you just fuck them off? You shouldn't do. Yeah, you might not be as aggressive as them. Like I've said, the dimmer switch may come down a little bit. You might not go to the gym four times a week. You might just go three. You might not do 15,000 steps a day, but you might still do 10,000 steps a day. Whatever it may be, you've built a nutritional skeleton, for example. You've still got a core of what you've been currently eating. And like I said, everything that comes on top of it is just an add-on. And then use that add-on as a positive to take into the gym, for example, like I mentioned. We need to really understand this and I can't stress it enough. And it's those that do feel the need to rebel over Christmas. It screams out to me that they have such a poor approach with all areas of the health and fitness because it shouldn't be like that this time of year. It certainly shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be thought of as I'm going to rebel against the process and not just over Christmas, but all throughout other areas of your life as well. You've got to keep up with the habits. I cannot stress that enough. You, you will go into 2020 with a much better mindset thinking of it this way because not giving a fuck now and then massively giving a fuck in January, you know it's probably never worked really either. And you, 
is this again it's going to this no more new new year new me bollocks neither you need to continue your journey throughout the course of the year it should never be an on and off switch you should adapt to the situations that you find yourself in you should turn the dim switch down during certain parts of the year turn it up and turn parts of the year for each of the pillars of health and you will become so much more successful with your health and fitness i cannot stress how important that is to think of it like that but throughout this time of year if you've been doing so well and you're scared about gaining a few pounds which let me just clarify and stress i'm not saying that's a bad thing it's probably just a lot of water retention anyway let's face it but do not give up on your habits you will only feel bad for gaining a few pounds if you completely give up on your habits and you probably gain more weight if you do give up on your habits and the research says Keep some form of self-monitoring in place. Understand the differences between internal and emotional hunger cues like children do. And that's how Christmas should be thought about. Christmas isn't always just about food. It is about so many other important elements to it as well. I'm going to India on Thursday for three weeks. Will my physical health be optimal? No way. I'll turn it down. I'll turn that dimmer switch down, but I guarantee I won't turn it off. I will still live a similar lifestyle to one that I live here in Manchester. I will still have a protein serving with each meal, for example. Albeit in India, I'll struggle. Some parts of it are vegetarian. Plus, I don't want to get deli belly and shit myself all the time. But I'll still keep to a core of what I do here. And it won't be feeling like I need to go to India and rebel against what I do here. Because if I did do that, that shows what I'm doing here, what I'm doing through life, what I'm doing with my health, all pillars of my health isn't right I haven't got that balance and that shows and that tells me that I need to change something so if you are one of these people that does think that that you certainly do need to probably look at changing the grand scheme of things rather than just focusing on rebelling over Christmas there's probably a lot more that you need to sort out and you can actually use Christmas how it should be used and that's what will set you up to be a lot more successful when I'm away I'll still train I might not be able to go to the gym but I don't care. I, I'll train on the beach. I'll, I'll go for a, a jog on the beach or whatever it may be. I will still invest in my physical health. I won't turn the switch off. And this is what I wanted to finish on today is not, not go with this message of do what the fuck you want. Fuck it, it's Christmas mentality. I believe it can lead to a lot of problems, just like it can if I was to come on here and tell you to absolutely have no life over this time of year as well and as a whole and as a fitness world in general we need to start giving a little bit better information about this type of stuff and not just be one way or the other because it does confuse a lot of people i hope today's episode has helped a little bit i hope it's helped ease your mind a little bit with how to approach this time of year how to think about it and how to think about christmas for those that are worried about gaining a few pounds for example there's some hopefully some tips in there that are going to help you it not to be completely overwhelming where you, you completely feel like you fall off the wagon with it all you can still keep on track whilst having a good time and um, think about christmas being much more than just about food because like i said it is and start understanding and, and practicing and, and keep doing what you've been doing and everything else is just a just an add-on for this Christmas time and ultimately enjoying yourself as well. 
I hope it all made sense today, what I wanted to cover. Just thought I'd get some things off my chest. Thank you so much yet again to the tuning in. I will see you for 2020 and I wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thank you for listening to the Fat Fix podcast and I hope you all enjoyed today's show. If you have not already, please make sure you subscribe and you don't miss out on any future episodes. I also can't stress enough how much it means to me to those that have left me a star rating and written review on iTunes. This will ultimately help me reach more people like you and really help them too. So please give me two minutes of your time to do this if you haven't already. Lastly, any shares and mentions on social media is also massively appreciated. I will see you very soon for the next episode. Thank you very much.